Hello everyone, Happy New Year. I hope everyone is doing well. And if you guys have been following this show for long long enough, you guys would know how um, the show really started with me and my dad and just having the idea and just being like, screw it. Let's just make some episodes. Let's just produce something and have fun with it. So... Um, with 2023, start of a new semester for me, start of a new year, start of new goals for many other people and whatnot. Um, I want to start off season three with where it all started as I usually do, just having a conversation with my dad. So today you're, um, it's just going to be a little bit of me taking step back from all the um really big edits and trying to make a story but I think a lot of the story is just in that rough audio that you're going to be seeing right now um this was recorded during winter break so um yeah and I really just hope that you guys enjoy it that you guys will be able to take some of the key lessons out of it a lot of it you'll hear just some of the morals that I have and that I developed just due to how I was raised and I think it's extremely important to just get a little vulnerable and just take a step back in analyze key parts of my life and my relationship with this show so yeah I'm Axel Ryan and Z and this is why This will be released. Um, this will probably be the first episode starting off season three. So it's been a minute since I released another episode. And I'm here again with my dad. Hey, dad, you want to say hi to the audience and reintroduce yourself to people who don't know you? Yeah. Hello, everyone. All the audience people who listen to why. Uh, my name is Francois Z, Axel Ryan's dad. And I have a habit of starting every uh, season with him. So this is the third season. Um, and uh, I hope things will go much better. Yeah. So, um, like you said, you s- every new season you started off. And like I said, it's been a while since we've um, been on the show together. So I think it's only right if we give the audience a little bit of a life update and what we've been up to. So do you kind of want to start about how, I guess, from timeline of probably like September till end of the year, how has that been for you and Uh, all that? Yeah, I mean, it's been a very, I mean, a decent year. I really thank God for giving us the help and giving me all the inspirations to do what I wanted to do with my life. And 
you know, I have uh, been working on different projects. Uh, they've been going okay. Sometimes not to what I was expecting to do, but it, no, you always have to be grateful for what you're able to do. Um, all plan doesn't necessarily go the way you plan it, but if you're able to achieve some of the stuff that you uh, plan to do, that's a good good thing. So I think I've been able to achieve some of my goals for last year, and I'm grateful for that. Um, going to next year, I have a couple other projects that I had to work on, but, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I've been able to... Well, have flexibility to do some of the stuff that I want to do, and um, you know, that that's that's about it. And I think uh, uh, next year we see what come up, and uh, all the different projects that I I have on my baggage, maybe I'll be able to to do a little more than last year. Yeah, and um, as for people who don't know already, you're the founder and CEO of Naima New York Math Academy. And recently, for the past few years since COVID, you've stayed online. And, I mean, that's kind of gave you some benefits in being much more flexible. I mean, I remember growing up, I used to have to go with you to the office every Saturday in Harlem. And then, um, like, after I do any of my summer programs, I'll be right at Harlem again. And you always close at around 7 or 8. So can you talk about that decision to stay remote with Naima and that flexibility it's given you? Sure. Um, I think COVID gave us a lot of stuff to deal with, and uh, but also uh, allow us to uh, be more creative. But COVID also have created some other opportunity for you know, entrepreneurs like me. Um, I mean, online, doing online allowed me to reach more people, uh, students from all over the country, and even, like I was saying earlier, um, we are planning to be a little more international. Um, maybe this year we'll be able to um, maybe uh, make our platform a little better to reach international uh, audience or international students and so that's 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 about it. To give me flexibility, not being like a uh, fixed location where people had to come to you, but um, online um, business allow you to reach more people and from all over the world, and so that's a great opportunity. So uh, now we had to build our platform to sustain um, the stuff that we want to do. Yeah. Yeah, and um, right before this call or on this recording, um, you were actually talking with your mom and your family back at home. And um, as people don't know, recently you built a house for your mom that got finished. So how has that been? How's how's um, our extended family back in the Ivory Coast been doing? Yeah, we're doing we're doing well. And again, uh, before we just call, I would just call my parent, my mom, and you know my. Dad passed away a um, couple years ago, uh, but my mom's still alive. She's in the, back in the Ivory Coast, and uh, it's a blessing to have her in, in, again in my life. Um, my One of my goals was to um, build her a nicer house, and I was able to accomplish that last year. I mean, this year she moved into the new house. She's happy. And, and, and before 
um, before now we used to call, but now I call, I do video call, and I could see her. I could see all my my sibling around her. She's a little older, but uh, now she's happy to see me on the screen every time I call. Not even talking to me, but seeing me make her happier, and uh, that's that's one of my the goal that I was um, able to do this year. Uh, and I'm very happy. She's happy to be in a new, in a new home. Uh, she moved to the countryside, and it's very peaceful there. And uh, uh, with a new, you know, a new home, she's she's happy. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think with the start of the new new year, I was thinking back to one of the things my. Uh, and my mom always talk about is just like the importance of family and connection. Like I know, even though I don't have and I don't know nearly as much of my extended family as I should, especially since your side is all back at home and it's pretty large, as we've talked about before. But like just with the family members, we know I, I think it's just extremely important just checking in on your loved ones and seeing how they're doing. And I think for me, like, since I've gone to Hotchkiss, sometimes that gets a little lost because, you know, you're getting adjusted to a new environment. But I think, like, just, I guess, not even just hyper-focusing on, focusing on every little aspect of your life, but just checking in from now and then, I think it gives a good sense of relief to see that, the people that are closest to you are doing well. But, yeah, um, moving on to the next topic. Um, so last season with season two, um, I mainly focused on the student of color experience at a boarding school. And I think that was, I would say, I think you will agree as well, that was probably a pretty big jump compared um, to my first season and it was definitely a challenge, but I think it was a good challenge, and I learned a lot. So I, I just want to hear your position from how I executed the project or how was that for you from your side, kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, I think I, um, the uh, number one um, audience or whatever it is, <laughs> like every uh, episode that you release, uh, most of the time I will listen to it like three, four, five, six times and uh, to see the different detail, like the little details and tell you what I think about it. Um, I think first season was exploration type of season where we went through different um, uh, topics and I think it was good last year. I think it'd be, the show is being a little more focused. I think you know a little bit of what you want to do with it. Uh, the first season, we didn't know much of what you want to do with it. Just what you knew is just, I want to have a podcast. So you launch it, um, and I was, you know, just do it. That's what I told you. You have something you want to do unless... Um, Unless you start, you don't know where you go with it. So, But once you start, and then you, you could have an idea where how way we want to take this to. So I think you, the, first, the first season was uh, kind of a exploration season. Second season was a topic, I mean, concept or whatever, focus, was focused on boarding school experience. That was, I think you executed that very well. It didn't release that 
many episodes like the first one, but I, I think the, f- the first season was not even sustainable because we were releasing episodes every two weeks. Yeah, that, and, that was crazy. And, that, uh, that was crazy. Yeah, and for your, with your schedule at school, I, I didn't think it was sustainable. Uh, this year, you got a little sense of what you want to do and how you release the episode. I think we were... We didn't have like a set schedule or release, but you released a couple good episodes. So I hope that this year you also stay focused on releasing the episode that you release them a good quality episode with be good topics. And, um, and I hope that it will be a little much better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think definitely with like the way my prep year was kind of like um, structured. I had a I had so much free time which allowed me to do all of those episodes but like now um going into my now halfway through my upper mid year junior year at Hotchkiss um like it's a different structure now cuz like covid and the restrictions that we used to have have basically gone away so now there's a bunch of other outside stuff that I'm, I want to also put my focus on outside of school, like a college application or even like the sports I love, like cross country and track and just hanging out with my friends. So I think um, th- with that, that's kind of altered. Like I kind of recognize that I can't do every two weeks. And that was the biggest thing with season two. But I think as well, like... After the summer, um, after the New York Times program, I think I learned a lot from that. And um, my my mentor, I'm glad to call a mentor now, and he, my teacher over during the program, Carl Scott, like he really taught me um, the quality and like the nitty gritty parts of just editing the episode. And I think especially compared to like the first season where it was just like, okay, how can I make the perfect interview? And then I just put it on GarageBand and let it play. And then I was able to experiment with stuff like, okay, this part, like, I don't like the sound of it. How can I fix it? And just with stuff like, okay, I could take a word out of here, put it there. All right, let's see where the idea connects. And not like, and I am realizing that I don't really always have to just narrate in the middle as like a cop out and I could find ways to mesh it together. I think that was the biggest thing with the New York with the New York Times program. I think that was an integral part of like how I got a jump in quality from September to the, um through the end of twenty twenty two. So I don't know. You haven't um you wanna talk about like that summer program, how it was like for you, because it was definitely wasn't easy on your part. I know that for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you told me that you want to do that program again, um, financially was a very big thing for us, uh, but we were able to make it work. It was not cheap, but it, again, something that you want. I tried to uh, <laughs> try to help uh, the way I can. Uh, so we were able to come up up with the financial aspect and I told you again we I'm I'm doing my part. I'm trying try I'm gonna try to come up with the financial aspect but you had to put in the effort that you need to put in. You know, nothing is perfect. It's about what you want, you that's what you get. Like um you could have the most uh what 
prestigious program in the world. If you go there just for the prestige and you don't put in the work, you're not going to get anything out of it. So uh, my advice to you when you are going through a program is like, uh, okay, you go, I'm going to f- provide the financial part of it, but you have to go there with open mind and uh, go there to learn. Don't just go there because it's uh, New York time. It's just go there uh, and try to see all the resources that you have uh, that are available to you and take the advantage of all everything that you have there to learn as much as you can. And you are able to do that, to connect with your um, with your, your instructors and try to ask them questions that could help you. And I also, as I always teach you, it's like you have to go and be also humble, humble, being humble means that you go there and say that I don't know anything, but I need to learn everything. So then you you approach the program with that mindset, um, being humble and being uh, willing to learn. And so you came up with something um, positive. So I, I was proud of you and very uh, encouraging of what you were able to do. Yeah. And I think also like one aspect that I feel like I mean, like for me, definitely wasn't subtle, but I feel like from the outside looking in kind of felt really subtle is that like I kind of had to make a lot of sacrifice. I kind of had to make some sacrifices myself also in the program to get as much as I want out of it. And I felt like during that time, I was really, really disciplined because um, it was that program. I believe it took it took place around um, late July to early August? No, I think it was early July to mid-July. It was two er, Early months. July to mid-July. Yeah. So that was like right in the middle of my summer training for cross country. And at that point, um, I built up to 50 mile weeks. And then um, I knew the program was coming up. And mind you, for context, um, the program took place um, in um Fordham's campus on uh, 59th Street Columbus Circle it was like around there in downtown Manhattan and um but thankfully Central Park was only a few blocks from away from its nearest entrance but I also have to take a commute from Queens so and um that program is structured so people could come as boarding students or day students because um um, Fordham's dorms were available for residency temporarily and I was going and so I was like all right I have to take the commute every morning and then I don't have my own room to actually change so I remember it was like a consistent habit like the second we finished like our mandatory activity and we had free time instead of like using that time to like hang out and like and chill with my, some of the friends I made over there. Um, I just I just went straight to the bathroom, put on my running gear, um, gave it to the front desk, told them I was checking out to Central Park, and then I just ran five miles and then came back, checked out, and it was a day. And I did that for a solid two weeks. So I think that was definitely an experience on just especially with like two things I absolutely love running and podcasting and just like 
Uh, I mean, like, I, I guess it was just like a little bit of a conflict. It was just like, how much do I really want? And I knew that I had to put some work into it, at least if it was just like, okay, this is what I want to do, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, and I was also proud for the discipline that you had uh, during that time. The two weeks discipline was uh, very um Good. I mean, if, if you want anything done, if you want anything, you have to be disciplined. And I'm happy that you were able to be really, really disciplined during that 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 time. Yeah. And um, just recapping and looking into season two again, um, I want to like talk about some of the things that worked. I think the first thing that comes to mind is just the connections I made again. I think because I had a specific topic I want to talk about, I was able to make more connections and more meaningful connections because I was staying consistent with that one topic instead of doing three episodes and I was done with it. Yeah, again, when you started the project, I told you that to be successful, uh, networking would be uh, a good aspect of it. as an entrepreneur, I also know that to be successful in any uh, enterprise, uh, you have to be able to network. And uh, don't be shy. You just ask. Some people will say no. Some people will say yes to you. Uh, networking is a good uh, aspect. I mean, they also measure your confidence level on how you go. Um, you're confident with talking to people and asking them what you want, and you have to be specific on what you're asking. You can't just be general. You have to be specific on what you want, what you're asking, and they will say yes or no. At least when you are specific on what you're asking, um, they know what they could give and what they cannot give. But if you are too general of what you want and they don't really know what you want, then you, they, they're confused or what they, how they could help you. So... Um, I think you're developing well in that, that skill of um, confidence and also being specific and asking stuff. So that, that's very good. Yeah, and, and I think like the immediate memory that comes to mind is just when I was starting out and then I remember asking Miss Marcellus to try to get in contact with Dr. Myers who formerly worked at Hotchkiss and now works at Choate. And I remember just her being able to get me in the email thread with her and then um i i explained that i wanted to episode with her and then she just straight up grilled me about oh um what we're gonna do and then for a second and there was like a slight pause in that moment of just like i was a little bit intimidated because i was like we're just doing an episode of make the questions and then we just do it but then i realized that like in the process of networking, there's a certain professionalism that has to be carried out throughout the whole process. Yeah, and as again, the preparation, preparation, preparation. You have to be prepared. Um, when you go into someone and asking something, you have to be prepared or what you want. You have to be prepared to present what you want. So that that that's a key. Uh, you can't go to you can't have an episode without a preparation. You have to prepare for the episode. You have to prepare and learn about your your guests. You have to pre- be prepared and even asking your guests to be on your show because if they come into your show, they have to know exactly what they're coming to do, what they're coming to talk about, uh, what topic you guys are gonna be discussed. So they 
themselves could be also prepared. So everybody had to be prepared on their side. But you, uh, as a host, and you, you, you had to be more prepared because you had to learn about everybody. You had to learn about your host. You had to know about learn about your topic that you want to discuss, and you had to learn about yourself because you learn about yourself every day. Um, yeah, and then uh, I guess, and, and I hope you carry that out that you don't stay the same person all the time because it's going to be boring. You had to write out your questions, uh, draft your questions, and make sure that your question makes sense and your question also target whatever you wanted to talk about. So questioning is not a very, it's not easy thing to do. Uh, you, you, so, so that takes a lot of stuff. So I'm happy that you are learning. You're still learning, and learning doesn't end. Learning is a very no-ending um, process. It's like you, you learn every day, and you learn yourself about yourself every day. And every time you release an episode, I ask you, did you listen to it? Because sometimes when you're talking about something you don't really know, until you listen back to to the episode and learn about the details that are on the episode and yourself doing uh, podcasting is about educating people about some uh, topics that you you're really passionate about that you want to talk about so but as you tend uh, you try to educate other people you educate yourself first so once you listen back to it you know what did I learn from my episode that I released? And that's how you know how much of a good job you did or not. So, yeah. Yeah. And just thinking about, like, some of the things that I learned from and from some of the mistakes I made during the last season, um, as a result of realizing the potential I have to make good quality episodes, um, it caused me to be more picky with my with my own like interviews so like whether it's like an audio thing or just like content wise i feel like it wouldn't work then i i tend to just not force it and just cut it which i think um it's also a good thing but i know definitely there were some more episodes that i had planned to release especially towards the end that i wanted to do but I just cut it because I realized that I didn't execute it the way I wanted to. And I didn't feel like it carried the message that I wanted to carry. Yeah. Um, again, you you go with your feeling. Again, you're learning. You're learning so you know what is good, what is not good. You know what good content looks like. Again, you're still learning about some more people have more uh, experience than you and they, they go dissect this uh, the episode and the content a little more you know seriously um uh, as as a learner and uh, i i will tell you you can't learn without making mistakes if you do something that you get it right the first time you know then no learning in that you're learning by growing make a mistake try to go fix your mistake and then you learn so so that's the learning process and uh, i hope that you will carry that on all episode will not be perfect. You will still make mistake, no matter how much experience you gain on that. I don't know how you're gonna, uh, what this uh, project will be like in 10, 5, 10 years from now. 
but something that you have to keep in your mind is that I'm going to learn from mistake and every time I would make some mistake, I correct it. So I will make my episode would be a little better than the one that I released before. And that that's how you're going to get better. Yeah. And um, moving on through topics, um, I kind of just want to talk about my goals for the new year and um, for the episode. And do you think that there's anything that you would like to share yourself? No. Uh, I mean, again, uh, I don't want to force you begin. This morning, I even asked you a question, what, what is your goal for 2023? Um, I think myself, I have some big goals, but I break them down to steps. And I think it's a good way to go. Um, I don't want to force my goal into you. I want you to have your own goal for the the new year. Um, for me specifically, I will break my I break my goal into like quarters. So my first three months um, of the new year, I see what I could do. So I think you take it the same way. I think you should take it the same way. Uh, break it down. Have a big goal, but break the big goal into small steps that you could execute a little bit. So once you execute the first one that you get it right, you know that you could build on that and then execute the second one and the third one. And at the end of the year, you'll see how much you got. But if you have this big goal and you know you don't know exactly how to tackle them, then it's going to be very hard. So have a big goal, but in your big goal, have a sub-goal, uh, which is the first, the small step of a big goal that you had to execute and accomplish them as uh, um, in timely matter. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, I kind of think like there's like multiple New Year's and an actual calendar year. Like, of course, there's this one where you there does actually change in a clock. And then for me, the new school year always feels like New Year's for me. So um, I kind of like structure it out um, through like in the way the school year works. So for me, like going in towards the end of 2022, like my biggest thing was just ending off the first semester on a good note. Because one of the biggest things last year was that I still had a lot of holes in the in the way I learned in my classes and that just caused me to not perform the way I wanted to and I didn't really get a grasp of the way my teachers were teaching and the style until like spring of um 2022 so that that kind of hurt me a little bit you know and I wanted to at least try to shorten that pro- shorten that process like I know I must still make mistakes but at least um, try to be like, okay, let's get serious and try to figure this out now before anything bigger happens. And I think I was able to figure that out by mark by the beginning of marking period too. Um, and then also, um, as you will hear in a f- in a future um, episodes, is just um, like r- running and then my goals for it. I think it kind of like teeter tottered from, oh. Um, do I want to do it in college? Do I want to try to get recruited for it and at least go like D3 and stuff like that and to like, oh, what PRs I need to hit. And I think 
after my race um at that um after Thanksgiving event Cortland I kind of just like realize how sometimes it kind of just sucks like training for I guess like mm, training with the assumption of an incentive and I think it sounds a little bit counterintuitive because like oh what are you doing if you're just doing your stuff for nothing but I like I mean with like when you're not genuinely having fun fun with the process and like yeah like maybe like maybe I I could run on on a d3 team or like yeah maybe I'll run in a club team depending on the school like I go to but like I don't want to set my mind like the whole point of running is so I could run on a college team because then like once you're there it's like the same thing with like when I was in prep for prep it's just like oh Hotchkiss boarding school was the end goal and then you get there and then now what like um I want to I want to be happy and satisfied with the process and just going out there and running and running every day like today like like even though I wasn't feeling the best halfway through my 10 mile long run I was like um like I just got to keep going and settle in and I was eventually able to finish it how to use the bathroom pretty bad but like that's that's besides the point you know so like with specifically with running um uh i i have some goals that you guys will hear about that in a minute but like the biggest thing i want to share is just like falling in love with the process and that only doesn't um is specific to running but that's specific to like when i'm editing my episodes when i'm in the classroom and i think that would just help me perform better as an overall student as an overall person and yeah um and with specifically um the show we kind of talked about it and i'm currently in the works of it right now but i kind of want to since i like i think a pattern i've noticed is just that throughout the towards the end of the first season and in all of the second season it's just been like me as a student and the fact that i go to a boarding school i don't know you want to say anything about that yeah, um, you said a lot of things there. I'm trying to figure out what I could add to yeah, that. Yeah, it's um, pretty heavy. It's about, yeah, I, I want to just pick on the having fun doing stuff, all right? That part is uh, what we all think is, like, when you're doing something, have fun doing it. Uh, uh, if you want to run, have fun doing it. And so once you have fun... You need to have gold. Anything you run, you do, you need to have gold on that thing. What do you want to have? So you measure yourself to your goal that you set to see if you are successful or not successful. Um, as uh, you said, academically, you you go you go there and then whatever. I, or every time I talk to you about academics, go there, open mind, try to get much of what you could learn from that class um don't have a preconceived um thing like okay i'm good at this or i'm bad at this no you go there every time you start a new course it's a new course you you have the um uh, the potential to learn in anything so you go there with open mind and you do it for for 
just learn, learn to learn. Um, I, what I've noticed in some, a lot of students, even when I was student, some students was uh, learn just for the grades. And I will always tell you, don't focus only on the grade that you're going to have. If you focus on the learning aspect, just to learn, you will get the grades eventually. But if you learn, we could get, I've seen students who go to class and they want to get A's or they want to get B's or whatever they want to get. I've seen students who just want to get so A so bad that they end up being, I forgetting the, the integra- integrity of having the A's. They, they, they end up cheating and get the A's. So they don't get anything out of it. They just get A's, but they don't know anything. You see? So if you focus on the learning aspect and you have fun learning, eventually you're going to get an A. Maybe you're not going to get it the first time, but if you fall in love with doing it, on putting the effort and loving it, and you're going to get that A. You see? So you focus on the love of doing it, and then the result will come. But other people will focus on the result. I want to get the A. And then they end up cheating to get that A. And at the end, yeah, maybe it's an A student on paper, but when you ask them stuff on that topic, they don't know anything. So that, that's what I don't want you to do. In your podcasting, in running, in academic order, is the same thing, the same process that I want you to keep in mind. That when you're doing it, you do it. Yeah, you go to a race to win, but... If you go to a race, then your your whole thing is just focusing on the winning aspect only. It's just half of it. You see, um, you could do crazy stuff to win, right? Yeah. But are you satisfied with your winning? Do you believe that you put all your effort in? Do you believe that you train well and you you executed your plan well? You see, so that's what it is. Um, like uh, people, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of soccer and I watch soccer every day and I see some of soccer players, like the team, some team play very dirty. Like they want to win, they will target the best player of the other team, they get him injured so that he could get out of the game and they win. That is not fair play, there's no integrity on that part. Play your skill, play play good game, clean game with fun so that people see that you really love what you're doing. So everything you do, that's the, the, the way I wanted to approach it, you see? So that integrity come out of whatever you're doing, um, anything that you're doing. If you do it that way, you'll be successful. Success is, is different, look different from everyone, but if you approach it in that, that sense, you will be successful. Mm-hmm. You see, I've seen uh, some business people, um, you know, want to be successful in business, but they play dirty. They would do, they would cheat, they would do other kind of things just to be successful. But at the end, you catch up with you, you see, because you didn't do it the right way. So that that, that part, that's why I want to uh, little pick on that. And, and, and uh, yeah. Yeah, no. No, definitely. I think those are great words of wisdom that anybody could pick up and use in their own life. And I kind of want to 
wrap off today's episode and i'll ask the question i usually ask i want to see kind of um if there was any like worries or questions that you had that you want to ask me in general see i i i i know that that question will be coming (laughs) but for some reason i didn't think about it and see what i'm gonna ask you (laughs) but uh i feel like you should know this question expecting the most after how many episodes you yeah i know but i i didn't think about what i'm gonna ask you today uh let's see uh let me see what what um Okay, you have different goals, and what would be your biggest disappointment if you of the year at the end of 2023? My biggest, what would be my biggest disappointment, or what, like, if, like, anything goes wrong, what right. would I be most disappointed with? Right. As vague as, as it is, mm-hmm. like, ending the year feeling like I didn't go 110%. percent mm-hmm. Like... That's the thing, like, I always hate when I, if I finish a race and I'm like, oh, I could do better. It's like, oh, like, I, I wasn't tired enough. Or or just, like, ending the semester and be like, I, like, or leaving and finishing my test and feel like I didn't, I could have studied more, you know? I Like, as vague as that is, it's just, like, that's the mentality growing up that, you and mom have both instilled in me it's just like i can't be satisfied with mediocrity at all and i don't want to settle for that and it's just like like yeah i'm at hotchkiss yeah i'm not failing my classes like yeah i'm doing like i have interests like like theoretically like i didn't need to um start a podcast i didn't need to um be a student athlete like i i I didn't need to do any any of that i could have just been a regular student and be like eh i'll just give the opportunity it was given to me because and like even what carl said like him going to brooks like he knew that like he could get c's and still get into a a decent college i i could have gone in with that mentality but i knew that there was something more to that than just getting to a rich people's school and then getting a good paying job and be like, oh, I don't need to do anything for the rest of my life. Because then I feel like at that point, then that's when life gets boring. It's just like, do I really want that? No. So I think, yeah. Um, if The biggest thing I'll be disappointed with, if anything happens, is just like feeling like I didn't put in my full effort. And I don't think that'll happen this year. But yeah. I have confidence I won't. Very good. That's a good answer. Yeah, that's like you put your best effort at what I will teach you. I will teach you that just put your best effort and then the result will come after that. If you feel like, yeah, I did everything I could have done, um, the regret is like you shouldn't regret that. I Oh, I should have done this better. I should have done that. No, whatever you have to give, you give it. And then you leave it out, out there, and then whatever comes is the result of what you did. So then, yeah. All right. That's a good answer. Yeah. Thanks. There you have it. That concludes episode one of season three. Make sure to download this episode and subscribe to the podcast. This is available on all platforms, so share the link with people you know.
donate to support the show, and join the email listing for episode notifications. On a side note, stay tuned for a new series on running with Chase coming very soon. Until then, stay safe and keep questioning. Thank you.